0: the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here. Miss Clapp is off today. Brother Rufus is uh, at home preparing to uh, head to the Dean Dome today for the State Carolina game. And Pam Beck is up there in the Hurricanes doing whatever she does.
1: She does a lot of gardening. <laughs> Not a whole lot of gardening today. Um, it, we've Still got the the grandbabies are here. They've been quarantining with us since uh, everybody got sick together. So we're on day fourteen of, uh, of cartoons and and uh, good <laughs> gracious and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so uh, yeah, it's uh, Nelson exciting. Nelson Cox is also with us. Owner of the Garden Hut. Uh, what's going on at the Garden Hut, Nelson?
2: Well, we are resetting the store. It's looking fantastic. We're really excited about.
0: You got all those Christmas trees down.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They've been gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're really excited about just the new seed selections we have in organic uh, botanical interest and a lot of new new raised planter gardens. Um, you know, whether you're elderly or young, or a, a patio, or um, you know, in a condo, uh, we, we have folding up raised bed gardens, uh, wooden raised bed gardens, even some recycled plastic raised gardens um you know again regardless of your age or um you know your abilities i mean these things are awesome and you can grow some really good food in them so we're excited to, to get the growing season going and i just had a load of seeds that came in yesterday that i special ordered from bakers so i'm excited about that um But uh, just seeing some of the, I I mean, I just love this time of year to see all the new spring stuff coming in from Garden Whimsy to, uh, you know, the little garden, um, I call them wind spinners, um, pottery that's coming in. It's just a fun time of year to, to get excited and pumped up again about, what, it spring's in like, what, 52, 53 days? Yeah. So it's coming.
0: It sure is. Before we go to Miss Monica out at this farmer's market, let's talk to Steve and Garner. We hadn't talked to Steve for a while. Steve, how you doing?
3: Oh, it would take 20 minutes to go. Through
0: oh. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, another Eeyore moment.
3: It sucks getting old.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> so you got <laughs> some aches and pains this morning.
3: i let you know that the Daylily Club is starting its meetings. Oh, wonderful. February the 8th at Powell Drive. At seven PM, and we're doing a face-to-face, so it'd be a, a great time to meet together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a uh, program by Linda Sue uh, about gardening with life wildlife. Uh, I'm assuming she's talking about attracting deer to your garden. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's not hard to do, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> but. Uh, I know, I've been going through some health issues.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: Really uh, struggling the last couple of months, so um, I haven't been able to do much in my yard. Right. It's starting to show it. Yeah, well, but, that's uh, okay. But everything is, uh, hopefully well, everything will work out. But
0: uh, I'm sure it will.
3: You guys know that we are starting our Daylily Club meeting back up. It is Powell Drive. Which is over there? uh, Oh, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's still just type it in. The directions are there. They also have it on the website. You can get directions there too. So,
0: how do we find the website? What do we look Uh, for?
3: Just type in Raleigh Daylily Club. Okay, and it comes up on the search engine.
0: Very good. Okay. So
3: right now, I tell you, if I had to. The stamina to do it, now would be the time to put out your weed control in your garden. So, and that's what I would be doing.
0: Pre-emergence.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre emergent Okay. Yep.
0: Well, Steve, right. I, I'm sure you'll feel better, and we look forward to talking to you again soon.
3: Well, I'm hoping you guys will do a live remote that I can struggle up to.
0: Oh, we'd love to, yeah. <laughs> we need to get oh, back out there more. Get better. Yeah, yeah, get better.
3: Love it. love listening to you guys.
0: Well, thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate you being a part of the show.
3: All right. Keep it up.
0: All right, buddy. Uh, Miss Monica is out at the State Farmers Market. So you uh you you picked a cold morning to <laughs> to be out there this morning, Monica, but it's not as bad as, as uh we were forecast at first. No, it's
4: it's not. It's a it's a little chilly this morning, but um it's beautiful, the little dust and the snow that did come. And, um, of course, the streets and everything are just fine, some snow on the grassy surfaces. You may find the icy patch here and there. So if you're out and about, be careful. Um,
0: did you have more down east there in Johnston County? Or? Yeah,
4: I'm pretty sure there was. Uh-huh. Um, there was a lot more. Uh, our, you know, grass, everything was covered pretty good. I'm not going to guesstimate inches, but... Um, I would say I would say we definitely had a good inch, you know, more than there is here.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. We definitely just got a dusting in my yard. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're at the farmers market safely. And uh, last week, we there wasn't a lot of uh, there weren't a lot of vendors, and even the farmers market restaurant and the seafood restaurant weren't open.
4: Yeah, and thankfully today that's a different story. Um, they've had a, a, a rough past couple weekends. Um, with um, this weather, so thankfully today has not been as bad. So they were able to, they're opening up today, um, the State Farmers Market Restaurant. I was just seeing that they had posted their daily lunch specials on their Facebook page, um, and we have that on our page as well. So if you want to check that out, if you want to run out for lunch, they have those great specials every day.
0: Well, I don't care what they have as long as they got biscuits.
4: That's right. Well, they always <laughs> have those biscuits. And, uh, of course, they have breakfast all day as well. So Nothing
0: better than that, a good, hot, country-cooked meal. I saw a fast-food restaurant, uh, Melissa and I, were out yesterday, and uh, they were advertising for a biscuit maker. Oh. <laughs> I said, well, the, oh. the biscuit maker is at the farmer's market. There you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Everybody has to
4: have that special touch to
0: get them just right. Oh, gone right. Yeah, I mean, a touch is all it takes. You can't uh, get in there and knead that dough for very long. Mm. Or you make t- a tough biscuit.
4: Yep, <laughs> they do a great job with them over there. That's for sure. Yeah, that's
0: extraordinary how well they do, and all that they turn out.
4: They do. They go through. I need to ask them one: day, how how many biscuits they go through in an average day?
0: I could go through a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, so you have a pretty full participation out there today. You got uh, folks with with firewood. I bet
4: yeah some of those folks are a little you know kind of coming in I've checked base touch base with a few of them this morning to see who was going to be opening up and some of them have decided to come in a little later um letting it you know some of them have a good distance to drive in yeah. so some of them are opening now um I was down there a little earlier and a lot of them were starting to get open up and then there's a few that are planning to come in you know by ten or eleven so and By lunchtime, we should have a really good selection down there. And so uh, come on out. Our folks are down there. They're going to have, of course, apples and a lot of different products. Uh, Your sweet potatoes, of course, are still available and a lot of the greens. Uh, Your collards and spinach and broccoli. Uh, We're seeing a few greenhouse crops um, dwindling in with, you know, cucumbers, tomatoes, that sort of thing a little bit that some of our farmers play around with. And uh, we do have – I noticed our, the cookie people were setting up down there this morning, so they've been baking some fresh cookies and got out here early. Well,
0: you can get you a biscuit and chase it with a cookie. That's
4: right. Got to have that dessert, too.
0: <laughs> One for each hand. That's right. <laughs>
4: and uh, so be sure to come out and check our guys out, see who, you know what all they have down there today. Support them. You know, they're they're working hard every day, even during these cold winter months. Um, our farmers are always busy um, getting ready for the next season.
0: Yes, definitely. Their work is never done. Definitely.
4: Yep, yeah, that's right. They stay <clears throat> stay busy getting it getting it ready to bring it to market.
0: So you um, you have uh, a lot of people up in the uh, market shops this morning. Uh, a lot of vendors.
4: Yeah, I do know that three two one coffee is open this morning, right. and uh, so that's a good place to maybe stop by and get you a hot cup of coffee to get you going on this chilly day. Uh, grill is open as well, so Rufus can have that Rufus dog a little bit later. And uh, yeah, it's
5: about yeah, about right before I go to the ball game. I get
4: me a good hot dog. <laughs> That's right. Get that good red hot dog before you go over to to um, the Tar Hill country over there.
0: Yeah. Don't get that chili all over you though, Rufus. <laughs> before you go, <laughs> before you have to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
4: I will go ahead and throw in there. Uh, go pack, Rufus. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> oh Lord! Oh. Here we go.
4: <laughs> I heard you guys discussing that a little bit earlier. So yeah,
0: it I was, was um, it was pretty mild. It was. Yeah. I mean, we could we could ramp it up, but you know,
4: <laughs> no need. No need.
0: No need. Yes.
4: No need. Hopefully, it'll no be a good great. guy. Rufus is
0: always outnumbered. <laughs> he he's always outnumbered on this show by state people.
5: Mm-hmm. So. I'm outnumbered everywhere in Raleigh.
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cloak and dagger. You have to uh, wear a trench coat and and a disguise.
5: (laughs) Now I'm not even going to make any any reference to this at the Chitlin Club next week, Mike.
0: Well, that's where it should all fly.
5: I, I think that I'll be enormously outnumbered there.
0: I would say so, yes. Looking forward to it. Eating some chitlins. So, um... Miss Monica, y'all don't have any. Does uh, Nahanta sell chitlins?
4: They do usually have them. Um, there was a little period of time a little while back that there was actually a shortage on chitlins. Of you
0: course. I mean, it's a staple.
4: <laughs> there was, and um, I think it was around Thanksgiving, and it was just the craziest thing because we were getting so many phone calls, and we started asking a few questions, and they were, they were out of them for a while, but I believe they have them back. I need to check on that. I I think um i did see the other week where they had some again and uh they do and they're open i did see them opening up down there earlier so they're open got all those pork products ready to go um stock up for the week and you know i, I have i was talking to someone the other day they had come into town and they were stocking up to take back with them to, to freeze it till the next time they were able to come back through you know so that's always a good idea if you're you know, not close by, and you're traveling through, and you you love the Port products or any of the other products here. You can always get them and take them back and store them up.
0: See what you started, Rufus, with uh, the Chitlins. And there was apparently a Chitlin shortage <laughs> because of of you're pointing out all the attributes of Chitlins on the air. That's right. That's yep.
4: what happened. Mm-hmm.
0: The power you <laughs> <Thank> have.
5: I... <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think I went by the uh, the Nahana headquarters the other day going down to Goldsboro. Are, are, are they in uh, Wayne County? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, they, they are. are.
5: Right there and close to I, I the little Goldsboro area. Yeah, I, I went by the headquarters driving down there. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that where you got a big that big award?
5: Well, on down the road I did.
0: Yeah. How about that? Just getting awards all over the place. I'm happy for you. So, um... Is the bakery open?
4: I don't know for sure yet. I know they were – yesterday they were still kind of up in the air, but I have a feeling since the roads are are good today that they will be coming in a little later. Tell you what, if I find out, I'll send you a text a little later, and you can make that announcement in a little bit. all right. I'm I'm pretty sure that they will be coming on in, and I know our our folks with the salsa, um, they're planning to be here a little bit later with all that fresh salsa down in the farmer's area. And uh, our egg folks, there's a lot of those um, farm fresh eggs coming in mm-hmm. now as well. And in the market shops, I also know uh, Bare Earth Farms is opening up. They, I saw just a few minutes ago that they're opening up with all their meats today. And I'm sure Joyce's Produce and all those guys are are here, or maybe close to being here. If they're not already down there, open up right now and. A lot of different gift ideas of course valentine's day is just around the corner and the market shops is full of great gift ideas they do have some valentine specific gifts like flags and things like that that you can decorate with and throwing together a little gift basket full of north carolina products like you know that makes a perfect gift anytime and especially for valentine's day there's north carolina wines in there also and the fudge and a lot of other delicious candies that you can just put together a great gift and um, support all of our all of our local folks here at the market.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, aren't you glad you weren't there last week? I saw uh, Billy uh, on on Facebook with a picture of <laughs> of the snow and ice out there that they were dealing with, scraping the parking lots and all that stuff.
4: Yes, uh, yes. It's always a, a challenging time when we get inclement weather here at the market. You know, with trying to keep everybody going and. Um, being able to stay open the best that we can. We we always try to do our best. And uh, we have trucks coming in and out most of the time with our wholesale dealers and that sort of thing. And, of course, you know, a lot of our farmers, if it's where they can get here, you know, especially with the firewood and things like that during inclement weather, they definitely make their best efforts to get here, depending on where they're traveling from usually.
0: Well, Miss Monica, I'm glad you're there safely. I'm, I'm sure you will get home safely, and you have a wonderful weekend. What's left of it.
4: Yes, everybody, stay warm. And I did want to throw out their market imports as well. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Of course. So,
4: yes, they are open, and um, you know they got a lot of you <laughs> really unique items over there for your home and garden. So be sure to check those guys out.
1: Yes, ma'am. We
0: oh. will.
4: Seafood restaurant. They do have their indoor dining back. We keep getting that question, so I always have to make sure everybody knows. And that. they
0: are open today, right? They
4: are eleven Good. to eight.
0: Good. All righty. Will you uh, have a nice day? And you too. Take care, yes, ma'am. Bye, bye, Monica Wood, bye. out of the State Farmers Market, with us on WPTF. More from you and our uh, our crew here coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. It's nine twenty three. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF 928. We don't have long to talk before we got news, but uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. What do, you, what do you see out? You're sitting at a desk at your computer, Pam. What do you see out your window? Oh, uh,
1: I'm watching the blue jays. They are going back and forth on my little dwarf palmettos. They're picking the, the berries off the um, plants right now. They're little black berries that come from the white flowers that had been pollinated in the summer. And the wood thrushes and the blue jays, I just adore these things. And I just posted a Yopon holly a photo I had taken the other day. It's a weeping Yopon and it's covered with berries. And that, we were talking about how important it is to feed the birds in the winter. And did you want to mention the, um, the uh, the uh, uh, I guess it's a contest you've got going Gosh, to-
0: you're so radio. Th- you're plugged in. Yeah, WPTF and Wild Birds Unlimited reminds Everybody to to feed the birds this winter. It's so important. And with that in mind, the friends at Wild Birds Unlimited in Raleigh and Cary have given us a bug, nut, and berry cylinder. It's a bird feeder. And 25 pounds of their famous no-mess seed. And if you want to win, all you have to do is go to the contest tab at WPTF.com that's the contest tab at WPTF.com you're so smart Pam more of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF let's get back to the WPTF weekend gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus All right, we're back on WPTF 935. Mike Riley here, along with my buddy Rufus Edmonston, who is at home preparing for the NC State Carolina game at the Dean Dome today. (laughs) Pam Beck is up north today and uh, in the Hurricanes. Uh, Nelsa Cox is owner of the Garden Hut. She's with me here in the studio. And Nelsa was looking at a text from a friend. So there's some some snow or ice at the coast. Right yeah, now. we um, were looking at uh, the radar because you know they have that low pressure system that's uh, right. affecting the northeast or will be. Yeah. And- so
2: my buddy down there, uh, Vicky just sent me a picture in her front yard. Um, I don't know why she focused on the, the the Leland Cypress but <laughs> they have snow and it's it's sticking to the the plants and the trees it is a dusting but not to the rain freezing
0: rain it looks like most of the snow is out in the Atlantic down there but uh, they're getting kind of a mix it looks like down on the coast and uh, so w- we've been very lucky that we had a different system come through uh, maybe in association with a coal front. But uh, an upper-level disturbance, I think it was referred to. Not a lot of moisture involved, and so it was. It was really hard for the meteorologists uh, to predict. But there, then there's that low-pressure system out there, and it's it's not really affecting much, um, except for the uh, coastal areas, and it'd be moving up and all of that. We just lost Rufus. No, I guess he'll call back. Or maybe he uh, got tired of the, you know, the Wolfpack references and just <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Uh, but at any rate, uh, we, we got a dusting in my neighborhood. We got um, a dusting here at, at Highwoods. And, it um, was
2: beautiful at my house. It was definitely um, half inch to an inch, or, well, probably not an inch, but half yeah. inch. But it was a little more down more, south, yeah, uh, apparently, yeah. which is. And one of my girls just texted me, and she again, we were talking about the north side, the north side of Highwoods here, and the north uh-huh. side of the Garden Hut front yeah. of the building is. Um, she's like, it's slippery. Do you want me to put cat litter down? I was like, yes, please. (laughs) That would help. Yeah. Yeah, cat litter.
1: You know, that's a good point, Nelsa. A lot of people who have moved here from the northeast, uh, the first thing they think of is salt. Can we talk a little bit about not using that?
2: Right, right. I mean, I use just uh, preferably a non-clumping cat litter, and I've I've come into uh, having... That we're carrying cat litter now because we're babysitting my mom's cat.
0: I was going to ask if it <laughs> when you do that, does, does it, it attract cats to your parking lot? No. Okay.
2: Just the sidewalk, just to sprinkle in, just to give you a little surface <laughs> grip. But it okay, works like well, a charm. Yeah, sure does. <sighs>
0: All right. Well, uh, that that is certainly a lot safer. And than as Pam you,
2: said, it's yeah. pretty environmentally friendly.
0: It certainly is. Is that what you do, Pam?
1: Well, um, the first thing we try to do, and this is something that I'd like to mention to people who have moved here and aren't real sure, if it's a light, dry snow, go out there and just brush it off with a broom. It's the easiest way to keep your steps clear and your, your walkway clear and um, if you just have to have your gas-powered equipment, you can even use a leaf blower. Believe it or not, um, if, if you have any chance to right.
0: use a gas-powered leaf blower, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, some some <laughs> there's some theory that you know uh, testosterone and gas fumes, you know, work right. really well together. Yes. So yes. Um, <laughs> So if you have to use a leaf blower, use your leaf blower. But just getting them, just getting them even swept dry so that the sun can help dry off things. But um, cat litter, yes, we've got plenty here at our house with all of our babies, and um, I like to use that. Salt can be so detrimental to your your foundation plantings and your turf grass, and that damage won't show up until later, too. So uh, let's let's try not to use. Uh, salt, well, and, you know, you know
2: for us, like we had the snow the other day, I mean, I could quickly um, shovel it up before the temperatures got, no problem, like you yeah. said. But the sun does, does not hit our north side, and the issue I have right. is all the snow on the roof, which the uh, on that north side, the sun's reaching, so it's melting, so it freezes over for the next morning, mm-hmm. which, you know, last Sunday morning, really cold. So that's when I'm like, all right, I'm getting a little little cat litter and just, you know, putting it out lightly just to give, give yourself the grip. And I would find I would have to do that each morning it would drop below freezing because that same spot, yeah. you know, would just refreeze or freeze over. Or
1: yeah, yeah. A lot of the litter is clay and um, are clay based. Mm-hmm. And so it will just kind of dissolve in the water and then get frozen in again. But um, yeah, it does help a
0: lot. Maybe that's what they used on the Beltline last week because uh, when I was coming in, when I was coming in, it was kind of muddy. <laughs> I guess it was sand, but uh, could have been cat litter. I don't know how much the state's invested in that. Hey, and then there's the uh, what? It, what about the plants? And last week we had to worry more about this than before. Now, Rufus, uh, you're a duster offer when when you get snow on the on the shrubs. In trees?
5: Well, not not unless it's about six inches, and and it's about to break off, because uh, that that can if you go banging around too much, you might break something.
0: That's right. But
5: I was thinking about how how thought how I thought I was going to outsmart smart shoveling snow one time. And I went out here about ten years ago and bought me one of those uh, uh, butane torches, and <laughs> and I went to melting the snow by the pathway to go to the garage. And then I turned around, and it, and the and that froze up, and I had trouble getting back in the house. It was so slick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: so goodness! I
5: outsmarted myself. Don't don't try that.
0: Well, I've I've always said you were a smart person, Rufus. It trial only, and error.
5: not right? smart.
0: Only smart people can outsmart themselves. No. <laughs> <laughs> Highly intelligent people can outsmart themselves. So. Uh, how do you come down on that, uh, Pam and Nelson? No,
1: well, uh, Nelson might be able to go into more detail, but um, the main thing is, is you don't want to hit uh, a plant that's frozen inside. Um, you don't want, you just don't want to hit it real hard with right. um, uh, brooms or shovels or whatever you're trying to. I do, and we had talked about this earlier. Some plants will splay apart. Like old boxwood, if they get too, if the snow is too heavy, like Rufus is talking about, five to six inches will will make them droop apart. Same thing with my upright yopon or some of those of you with sky pencil hollies. You can preemptively head off that damage by giving them a little support around them. In the northeast, people will oftentimes wrap their conifers with burlap or put supports around beautiful arborvitae and things like that. We don't usually have to do that here in the southeast, but um, if it if it's just a light dusting an inch or two, I will just leave it alone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and you know, from my point of view, um, which could apply to some degree to to landscapes, but you know, we have containers above ground that are outside and so like I say, I was telling Mike off off the air a while ago, I was like, Yeah, I was like all my Laura Pedulums which I probably had, I don't know, 120, 125, that look really good that we've been winter protecting when we drop really cold. I was like, hmm, last week I was like, let's go ahead and pull them up on the front porch. And uh, that way, you know, because we were covering them. And so if you're going to have more than an inch or two of snow on a cover on that particular plant, it's still going to crush it. So, yeah. you know, they were calling for two to five inches. So I pulled them up on the porch. Yeah. So And then I had other areas, other plants that we covered, uh, camellia japonicas, um, some of our tender, and I say tender evergreen, but if it has, you know, mainly like an evergreen, like I don't cover conifers, but if it had, um, you know, gardenias and andinas and... Uh, things of that nature. I don't cover azaleas. I don't cover pierres. I don't cover rhododendrons. But um, your typical boxwood, um, you know, I, I cover them, and they had a good bit of snow on them, but they're not hurt. You know, as soon as I could get the covers off and let them get some sun, they're good. So we'll cover tonight, uh, in in lieu of tomorrow morning's cold, and then we'll uncover Monday, and they'll be great all week. They'll love it.
0: Now, I, a few years ago, I had a, a my windmill palm was affected by. Ice snow and the fronds were weighted just weighted down mm-hmm. and then you know, they once you cut one off you don't get anything below the yeah. below that. And it you know, they were kind of droopy and didn't look mm-hmm. good for the for the next year. Um so it's uh, you know, you just have to play it by ear, but it is it is good to cover. And he, uh Pam, you were talking about the um, Yopon Holly, the weeping Yopon Holly mm-hmm. now. A few years ago, uh, Nelson did some landscaping in our back after we added onto our house and she planted a, a Yopon weeping Yopon Holly a few feet from the sidewalk and it has gotten huge and it, it started draping over the sidewalk. So I have uh, over the years made a tunnel. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, people, uh, kids who who love to walk through Mm -hmm. that because it's, it's kind of a, Mm -hmm. kind of a tunnel there but it is I love the yo, the weeping yopon holly the the berries are unusual looking mm-hmm. uh, the shape of it and it's a very very hardy it's a, yeah, I guess I it's a native plant
1: mine on on facebook um and it's got a low quad in the back of there so rufus could see it and i tried to post it on the wptf weekend gardener site but i don't know if it um will show i i tried to do it in the mentions but section but i don't know if it's going to to take it's hard for other people to post on of course on your company site i just saw it um, pop
0: up on my phone let me see okay what i get here
2: you know
1: that was um that was a picture i took about a week ago when i was out walking around and i was smitten by the the berries on that and you had talked about uh, weeping plants in the landscape. I don't think we use enough of them here. I, I like weepers. I like weeping Japanese maples. I think the weeping bald cypress is one of the prettiest plants that we have uh, to add to that, that cascade look. Uh, some people find weeping plants, like weeping willows, look uh, a little melancholy perhaps to them but the texture and the shape and the way that you can enjoy the, the foliage of a weeping plant and, and create these little mysterious, like you said, an, an archway of, of sorts for your walkway Mike that's a that's a very fun element to add into the
2: landscape it, you know and again uh people having smaller properties now um you know a, a weeping redbud and there's so many neat mm. great wonderful weeping redbuds mm. that are out there now weeping <laughs> cherries so they're 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 small trees they're manageable trees and they're beautiful trees um you know put some up lighting on it and you really see the silhouette in the winter time um, I, it's it's just it's a great choice so I'm glad you brought that up Pam
0: yeah, the Ruby Falls. We have one.
2: Flamethrower at, Ruby Falls. I mean, there's Merlot. Church. There's so many great ones. The Golden Sunrise Weeping Red bud, just uh, stunning. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah It uh, we, we planted one a few years ago at uh, our church, and it has just worked out so well. It's a big concrete area, and for some reason they put some, maybe the city required it, uh, at, at some point, but there are little sections, a couple of little sections where you could plant something. And when I first came there, they had azaleas out there, and, and they looked awful. Then we tried roses. But we uh, this was suggested by Tom Monaco, who uh, is on our grounds committee, and
3: mm-hmm.
0: he was uh, the... Chair of the horticulture department at state. Uh it's a Ruby Falls uh, weeping uh, redbud, red bud and it is it works perfectly. It looks so good. I was trying to find another picture. I've posted it before of
2: um
1: It's a great plant. Um, one of the first ones that they introduced was one called Traveler. Mm-hmm. So do you remember that now? Yeah,
2: yeah. High graft or low graft, beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Denny, Denny Werner uh,
2: is responsible, mm-hmm. I believe. For
0: That's right. Role. That's right. He uh, he has worked. And
2: that flamethrower flame nice. is nice. It's
0: a really interesting looking.
2: And rising sun. Oh, mm-hmm. stunning. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so.
5: And if you want to a that sounds like you... something I should get. Well, certainly <laughs>
0: if you're interested in butane, uh, Brother Rufus, well,
3: that... My my, be some <laughs> flamethrowers.
0: <laughs> but it's it's really stunning the 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 leaves are kind of yellow and red and maroon and all kind of a mix of colors mm-hmm. uh especially in the spring uh, as they come out and it's uh yeah there it is uh not oh yeah it's, that's beautiful yeah and it's bigger than that now i'm i'm showing her pictures of the the ruby falls at uh, saint michael's episcopal but
2: yeah, anyway
1: post that on the PTF weekend gardener website. I'd love to see it. I I like to see your faces when I'm I'm sitting here talking to you from home. So I oftentimes will pull that up and I you know go Well,
0: Nelsa nelson has I I think you took a, a photo, you took a selfie this morning but you haven't
2: Well, I had a a friend that actually um Rufus, did you get the picture that I sent you a little while ago, the text? Are you there,
5: uh, Rufus?
2: I'm afraid to mess with my phone. Oh. <laughs> well,
0: that's right. He, he's 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 using his phone to.
2: Well, talk anyway, to us, so. I, I sent a picture to Rufus and and one to my um a friend had reached out to me down in Moorhead City, and so I, I sent her this this photo also and um so she's like well how do i find that radio station so i was telling her and everything so that that's just kind of how all that came about. okay up, so, yeah well, so i sent her a picture i was like well I'm, I'm actually in the studio i can't talk right now you know yeah
0: yeah and you can you can <laughs> by the way uh here is 680 a.m since 1924 you've well, been able to
2: i'll send pam a picture
0: and uh let me smile here
2: <laughs> so uh and 98.5
0: it's a translator that uh, works around the raleigh area but you can listen uh, online at wptf.com and uh, tune in radio lots of those things you can also hear a podcast of uh, the weekend gardener there are hundreds of episodes um uh, from i don't know how far it goes back when we started doing it, 600 and some episodes of of the show on uh, Apple and uh you know Google all the podcast formats you can find the weekend gardener so uh, yeah, easy live to streaming listen to
1: is such a nice uh advantage for those of us who don't have real clear reception live streaming on your computer yeah. for the program is right. is a w- great way to enjoy it
0: yeah and you know with all the cell towers and stuff that affects radio signals especially AM signals now so it's uh, you know, we, I, I, I think Fidel Castro learned English <laughs> listening to WPTF. We do Probably. get out there, especially at night, but, uh, you know, it, it, it can be limited, but we're thankful to, to have all of the streaming and so forth and uh, to be able to bring a show like The Weekend Gardener to you. So we'll uh, take a break, be back with more of The Weekend Gardener here on WPTF, now in our 37th year. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard—a WPTF tradition since 1945. It's 9:57. Uh, You're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. By the way, Pam, I I, uh, I did get we did get uh, the on Weekend Gardener Facebook page. Oh, we got the the photo. I wonderful. saw it pop up. I had to reboot my phone. Cause I I don't to catch the Wi-Fi in here again. The Wi-Fi wasn't working very well, so <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, beautiful. So the the berries, the berries are from what type? What really type of holly and, is that? What what kind of holly? That's
1: the yopon. That's oh, the, the Ixobomatoria, the, the one that you can make um, tea from its its leaves. It is our only native uh, caffeine-producing shrub. That you can use as a uh, as a tea, don't include the berries though, because this is where the vomitoria comes from. <laughs> you know
0: on the uh, right, yeah. I, I guess that's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who uses that as a remedy for uh,
1: native Native <clears throat> peoples. Um, some of the Native American tribes used to use it in right. uh, ceremonial um, ways of, of kind of a purging kind of thing.
0: Rufus, um, we don't use that at the Chitlin Club, do we? The the vomitoria. My God! I, as I, as I, part I, of I, a ceremony for induction,
5: I'm going up and get me some milk of magnesia right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing some Bismo, he was thinking about it.
0: Yeah, uh, it would have no, to come from eating to too much, eating if too if much of the chitlin Club. Stuff, you
5: never have to purge because eating a good helping of chitlins is better than Hattie Call. If anybody ever remembers to had that on TV at one time about forty years ago. It's better than castor oil. Uh you name it. Chitlins
0: are good for you. Absolutely they're good. And I was not disparaging the chitlin. I was just uh, I, was about, share, I was talking about new inductees, if that was uh, gonna be part of the ceremony.
5: Yeah, these new inductees we have quite a quite a, a set of folks this time and we're gonna see how citified they are.
0: But no vomitorio.
5: No vomitorio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, these the, these uh, berries are a lot brighter than the ones on my tree. Mine are kind of uh, the, the color is very faint. They look... Uh, the,
1: well, you see yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like pyracantha. Some of them look much more orangey. Yeah. And um, then others are more of this uh, almost a bluey red. These are yeah. these are like rubies. Yeah, we'll be, usually we'll, when they come we gotta
0: out. we got to go uh, take time for the news. We'll be back <laughs> with more discussion of vomitoria.